This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. All right, happy Friday and happy Nurses Week. Actually, this is going to come out at the end of Nurses Week. Yeah, I really hope that you all didn't suffer through some terrible pizza parties, some day old cake. I hope, I hope you got more than a rock for Nurses Week, dare I say? Mm hmm. I was just going to say rock. Let's do a question and answer box on Friday on like what everyone's gifts were for Nurses Week. Oh, we should. The day that this episode comes out. We are going to yes. have to put that 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 question box up for sure. Yeah. Well, that reminds me, Danielle, what's the best Nurses Week gift you've ever gotten? Best and worst. Girl, I am such a cake fiend. Like, I'm a sweets fiend. So, like, I'm more than happy if there's, like, a fresh cake in the break room. I'm like, fuck yes, my shift is made. Um, But worst... I don't know. I feel like we've gotten like pens that stopped working after like a shift. <laughs> yeah. I think we got like some nice t-shirts once actually at um, Children's oh. Hospital in Wisconsin. T-shirts pretty, that's pretty legit. T-shirts pretty mm-hmm. legit. Yeah. Yeah. But, ugh, or whenever they order Papa John's. Blech. Yeah. Like try a little bit harder than Papa John's. That's garbage pizza. So I think the best gift I've ever gotten was either like a free coffee. Like I'll take a free coffee, honestly. I have zero expectations. So if you're giving me a free coffee in the cafeteria, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to complain. And then I remember I also did get a tumbler one year, a hospital. What? Yeah. Like a nice one, like almost like a Yeti style (gasps) tumbler. Oh, we never got anything like that. I know. And that is just the gift that keeps on giving because just coffee or if that was you, matcha and tea for mm-hmm. days to get me through. Those That's long amazing. Hours. I know. Honestly, when our patients found out it was Nurses Week, they would go and bring in much better treats than with the hospital. Oh, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. For anyone that's listening... This is your last chance, if you're listening today on Friday, this is your last chance if you have a nursing loved one to just at least, I don't know, Venmo them five bucks so they can get a Starbucks. It'll literally make their day. Oh, that's a good call. Right? I was going to say, like, even just, like, say Happy Nurses Week, but I really like the Venmo for some Starbucks. (laughs) Yeah, Venmo your nurse friend for some Starbucks. It's not that hard. And your nurse friends need it. They deserve it. So, yeah. Do it. I was doing that for a while on mine. I was like, the first 10 people to DM me their work badges, I'm going to send you $5 for <laughs> some coffee before you ship. I was doing that during the pandemic. And Starbucks coffee really, really hits different than hospital coffee, especially when you don't have to pay yeah. for it. Even though maybe yeah. Venmo like six or seven, because I feel like... Yeah, if you want like extra shots and things and, you know. Yeah, my, my iced espresso whatever drink is like six ninety five these days. So <laughs> send at least like seven bucks, people. Come on. Well, today on the Womit, we have an overwhelming amount of people DM us being like, bring on Stephanie Beggs. And Jack and I are just still kind of have our 
jaws on the floor with how exceptionally smart and like wonderful this person is. <laughs> I don't I don't know how else to to explain her. Danny, we have been having some real trailblazers on the WOMED lately. And Stephanie is doing just that. She was listed as one of Forbes 30 under 30. I cannot believe how much she has already accomplished in her career. And she is going to go on and do so many incredible things. I think our listeners are going to really appreciate this episode because one, Stephanie worked as a nurse throughout the pandemic in the ER. She started a business during the pandemic and she is still working her freaking ass off in the ER, keeping her educational content relevant and, and easy teaching. to understand. And teaching. I know. I'm like, I I want what you're having. <laughs> you know, we interview a really good guest when Danny and I get off the call and we both think we're not doing enough. Like, do we need to do more? <laughs> Exactly. That is when we have a freaking accomplished guest. So you guys, please enjoy this episode with Stephanie. We will catch you on the other side. So we put out a question box to Mm -hmm. our WOMED community on who they wanted us to invite for Nurses Week. And you overwhelmingly, so many responses. Yeah, I wanted to hear from you. Oh, yay. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm I'm so happy. And I'm happy that you guys are coming out with this for Nurses Week. Like, that's going to be really good. Yeah. Yeah, we were really pumped. It just shows that you've created, like, this really cultivated knowledge-based following of your platform, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. So wild. Well, you are definitely a force in the nursing community. And I feel like, you know, people are always shocked when I know I tell them that I have this podcast because people think that nurses are just nurses. You know, we're not like multifaceted, Mm -hmm. creative individuals. And I'm wondering if, if you've received, like, if you've noticed that. All the time. You know, it's actually funny. I think that stigma is so true because when you think of nursing, you think of bedside right? Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks of just bedside nursing. And there's so much more what people don't realize is like the amount of things that nurses do outside of the bedside. A lot of my friends that I have like come across at different hospitals that I've been at all have some type of business or side gig or something on the side of being bedside, which is so awesome. But I think that's like, what I like about that is I think that's where nurses kind of passions or interests or stuff like that kind of come out. And I love that. Like for me, it's aren't explained and it's like teaching the teaching aspect. I have one friend who does like IV therapy. Another one does um, like aesthetics nursing, which people don't even realize is like also a whole different side of nursing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's amazing. I love it. But yeah, there's tons of different facets to nursing that people don't realize. And just like things that we're interested in and like have just so many passions outside of it. Like there's like nurses are such creators. We're like, there's so many nurses that are artists. And I mean, like Jack, I mean, I'm in aesthetics, like I'm doing, you know, like artistry and stuff in that way too. But there's also such like this innate art to caring and healing people too. But yeah. Totally multifaceted. Just a little shout out. We we really are. We really Mm -hmm. are. Yeah. People don't realize, but no, it's great because then you can kind of channel your energy or kind of get away from the bedside nursing a little bit and something else that you like that's also still nursing related, but Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be in the hospital. 
Yeah. We talk about that actually a lot on this podcast. And so I'm curious, when you started in nursing, did you ever see your career taking the direction that it did? And how did you get started with RN Explained? Yeah, so I never, never in my life did I think that I I would be where I am today. I was one of those people that when I thought nursing, I thought bedside, right? Mm -hmm. And but the thing is with me is I I genuinely like being at the bedside. So I like being in the ER. Um, I just love the fast pace. I love actually like treating the patients like and seeing them go from their sickest to walking out of the hospital. I genuinely like that. So for me, that was my vision of where I was going to head when I graduated nursing school. And then when this business came about and it was super unintentional, it was right as the pandemic hit, I started teaching myself because I had to take the NCLEX. And so I started teaching myself in these videos, different topics that I was having trouble learning. And I would record them, listen to them over and over and over again to kind of learn how these topics worked. And I posted those on social media for no reason whatsoever. It just happened to, I just happened to do it. And I found that there were so many people that actually learned the same way that I did and were benefiting from these videos that I was making. So they wanted to buy my sheets that I was teaching. They wanted me to keep making more. And that's what I did. And then that's the start of the business that I have. But yeah, super unintentional, was not expecting it to pop off the way it did. And yeah, yeah. That's so funny. But that did just make me think because I started a business kind of like healthcare related as well, right in the pandemic. And similarly, I just kind of found myself in like a, oh, shit, I think I have a business now. Like, oh, shit, like I like you. It's almost like you don't even realize that you can. And maybe this is part of our nursing um, fault is that you don't even realize you can start monetizing these things. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, like I can make money doing the things mm-hmm. that I love to do. Yeah, totally. No, I completely agree. I think that people don't realize you can 100% monetize and there are people out there, there's nurses, nursing students, wherever you are like in that journey that will find benefit from what you are doing or trying to pursue. Um, yeah, it's wild. There's so many things you can do, which I love. I completely didn't realize that you were taking your NCLEX and nursing boards when COVID hit. Yeah. Yeah. So it was relative, I think, what is it now? Almost three years, coming up on three years since I took the NCLEX. I took it July 5th, 2020. Wow. So yeah, three years. It's wild because it seems so recent. But then also seems so far away because I've done yes. so much in the meantime that it's just it's crazy. Well, yeah. I know Jack always says as well that like Pinterest was one of her favorite um like study tools. Oh yes. Oh, and oh, yes. Mm-hmm. in you know, searching for like researching about RN Explain and stuff like that, like you have an Etsy shop that you've created and I'm uh, certain that like your mnemonics and things like that are pinned on people's nursing boards. All the time. Yeah. It's so funny because sometimes when I'll search, I love using Pinterest. Um, but when I search things, just like random things on Pinterest and I scroll through, I'll see my own stuff on there or like I'll see my face and I'm just like, oh, whoa, that's, that's literally me or that's my handwriting. But yeah, <laughs> um, Etsy 
that's where I sell like all my stuff now is Etsy on my shop. And I also used Etsy prior to um, selling on there. And it's so interesting to like see the things that I used and now like I'm on those websites and stuff. But yeah, so I sell my stuff on Etsy and I love it. I love everything about it. And it is a very creative like space too. And then Pinterest is nice too. I see a lot of my stuff cross over sometimes onto Pinterest. So so I teach now. I'm full-time faculty at a university Yay. and teach bachelor students. And I have they, they ask me all the time, how do I study? I'm studying wrong. I don't like, what am I doing wrong? So I'm curious, when did you realize that you didn't, maybe you just like learned in a different way? I don't, I mean, for, honestly, I don't think a lot of people learn just, and this is what I tell them. I don't think a lot of people learn directly just from listening to the lectures and reading the book. When did you realize that you learned in a different way? And how did you like transform that into creating? It's funny you say that because I always think about that too. Like, when did I learn how like I teach? Because I, I not to toot my own horn, but I really do think I teach really well and break things down. But I think mm-hmm. it honestly you do. goes back. You can, you can toot Thank that you. horn. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Yeah, I think honestly, I really think that my teaching side goes back to way even before I was a nurse. Like, I just remember uh, any job that I've had growing up, I always took the role of like training other people or um, teaching like little informational classes, like at whatever job it was. And so I feel like that kind of stemmed my like foundation of teaching kind of unknowingly unknowingly for what I was going to do later on but that I think is where my teaching kind of came from and then being able to break down like nursing concepts I think that kind of started honestly it probably I probably got so much practice in nursing school because I think every single course that we took we had to kind of tweak the way that we studied for every single nursing class it was never the same and so having to kind of go through trial and error of the best way to study or what, how I found best to like break things down probably was through my whole nursing course. And then once I started to study for the NCLEX, that's when I saw like, okay, I can really break this down really good and really quickly without having to read this entire nursing book. And the two kind of just collided, like me doing really well at teaching when I was younger, just kind mm-hmm. of resurfaced. You really reminded me, I was um, looking through and like watching a bunch of your videos and your teaching style. And it just reminded me a lot of uh, my best friend in nursing school and I, we were roommates, we would sit there and we would just like make up the weirdest mnemonic devices for things. Yeah. And I was like, you get through it. Oh my God, Stephanie's (laughs) doing this. And like, we're not alone in our, in our like, randomness but it worked so well because like you'd you'd remember it and it's like a funny catchy quippy little thing but like your teaching style is so elevated like you have your art aspect of it too that like it's not just some boring picture in a book you know like you can like clearly see things so it's it's really great especially for like visual learners oh yeah and that's I think one thing that I am a huge fan of, I'm such a visual learner. So I need to see something or like write it down and it has to be like clear and straightforward. So that's just how I was creating it. Honestly, I thought it was just me that was like that this entire time. But then I realized (laughs) that like literally like millions of people around the world are the same way. And I'm just shook at how many people learn the same way I do. So really works. 
And you have a passion not just for teaching, for being in nursing school, the NCLEX, but for new grads as well. And as a new grad, you were a new grad during COVID. So I'm sure this is like a very passionate topic for you. It was rough. Yeah. I really feel for new grads, especially nowadays. I got lucky because my nursing program, I graduated probably like one or two weeks after the pandemic hit. So my clinical rotations were not affected at all. But so starting like as a new grad for me, I already had the exposure to the hospital, right? But these people that went through um, their nursing program during the pandemic and had no, they, some, most of them like Mm -hmm. didn't even get to step foot into a hospital. And I feel for them because it's not their fault. And that sucks. And like these people in the hospitals are now like really getting down on these, uh, new grads because they don't have experience, but they didn't get the chance to have the education. Yeah, exactly. And I feel so bad. So they're almost having to work twice as hard, um, because they've never done it before. And yeah, it's so rough right now. I feel so bad. Yeah, there's only so much that you can learn on a sim man in skills lab. That Literally, you... or even on like your laptop, like they had to do their clinicals on their laptop, like virtual simulation. And there's nothing oh like you can't, God. you yeah. can't even like compare real life clinicals to like an online simulation. That's just horrible. It's a horrible comparison. So yeah. They didn't get much of a practice. I was like on the complete other end of that and the, um, the education side of that, trying to teach students over Zoom during the pandemic. And it was so hard because, especially in the beginning on one end, we didn't want our students going anywhere near the hospital because, you know, we were scared to get COVID, let alone these students who have never even put a mask on having to go into a hospital with COVID. But then it did get to a point where each university kind of had to, take a hard look and say, well, we're about to graduate all these nurses and they're about to go into the workforce without any experience. So what are we going to do? Like mask them up and put them in COVID and potentially, you know, it'd be a liability or try to get them, you know, to learn online. But the learning online did not go well. And honestly, I'm not sure if on your side, if you've seen this, but I know from like a university standpoint, we saw the NCLEX scores really drop during the pandemic because they well, I mean, that's mixed with like, you're learning completely online and taking exams online. So like, I don't know how much real learning is happening. But the NCLEX scores were really affected. So I'm like, what have you seen? Like, do you I'm curious, do you like mentor any students one on one or like talk to students? Or what is some of your advice for people that are coming like still kind of new grads coming out of the pandemic? So the biggest thing I get this question all the time in my DMs are a lot of the nursing students are about to graduate that are so terrified starting the first job because they have not been able to practice their skills or, you know, step foot in the hospital and whatever. And what I like to tell a lot of people is that your skills, your skills, I mean, that's the fun part of nursing. Everybody wants to start like the IVs and like go to labor and delivery and like deliver the babies and stuff like that. Like that's the fun part. And like for them to miss out, it sucks. However, your skills will always be taught for years and years and years. There are still things like I am learning. Like the uh, a couple of weeks ago, I learned how to do continuous bladder irrigation. And while I learned that at one hospital, it was completely different at the next hospital that I was right. at. And so it's cool to do the skills. It's fun, but it's not the end all be all. And people are so afraid that that is the end all be all. 
And so I like to tell people, um, don't worry about the skills, worry about really understanding the book knowledge um, and really studying and soaking it all in in nursing school, because that is what you will transfer over to your first job or whenever you're able to step foot into a hospital. And that will really you will see things come full circle if you if you really study the book knowledge that you need to in nursing school. All your skills will come, but that's what, what I see most students afraid of right now is that like, well, I don't know how to start an IV. Like I've never done that, blah, blah, blah. I just no had one's going to make you do it. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. And you'll learn as you go. I never personally, I had clinicals in the hospital, never once got to start an IV until my first day as a new grad, never once in nursing school. So, and at that point I was like, uh, here I go. Like <laughs> you gotta make it till you break it at this point. Yeah. So that's my biggest advice I would say. Cause I think that's what people are most worried about. No, you bring up a, a really a really great point with um, staying focused on like book knowledge and stuff yes. because clinicals are great. Clinicals are a great way, you know, to start learning how to talk to patients, put hands on patients. But the majority of your nursing knowledge comes when you start your first job. You learn the flow, you learn the charting, you learn the hands-on care. You learn the special assessment skills and the drain emptying and all that stuff. So it's yeah. a completely different type of learning going from nursing school to your first job. And it's mm -hmm. so fun. But and I, I always get this too, where people say like, oh, what you learn in nursing school is not anything like what your first job is going to be like. And I don't agree, to be honest, because there are things that I've learned in nursing school that are classic of the patients that I've had. And I only knew that because I studied it so hard in nursing school. Um, and sure, it doesn't happen all the time, like we want it to, but it still is a thing. And so people always are afraid like, oh, it's not going to cross over like to my first job. Yes, it will. It will for sure. You just, it takes some time. So. I love that you said that because that is the second most question I get. I just oh, had yeah. literally this past week, I had a student that is getting a job. He just got a job in the OR and I had another student that's about to graduate with a job in the NICU. And they both said, and, and I agree. I think that those are like, there are certain specialties that you definitely are going to learn a lot more on the job. Because right. in nursing school, we can't teach you everything about the OR. We can't teach you everything about the NICU. We can't teach everything about everything. You every might get a specialty. <laughs> so I, I love that you said that because when these students come to me and say, I'm going to the NICU, I'm going to the OR, I feel like nothing I learned in nursing school is going to prepare me. I give them a similar answer. And I also say, you may not be learning, you know, exactly the same thing, but you're learning how to prioritize. You want to start yes. thinking mm -hmm. higher level towards the end of your nursing school when you're taking the NCLEX. If I'm given patient A, B, C, and D, which one am I going to see first? Which one do I yeah. need to call the doctor about? Mm -hmm. And those are the things that you really need to start putting it together in school. And those are the things that are going to transfer over to you working your first job. Because exactly. sometimes there's there's not going to be a charge nurse available to help you decide which patient am I going to see first? Or should I call the physician or the team about this patient? Yep. Completely agree. 
completely agree. Yeah, I don't like the stigma that nothing you learn in nursing school is like like the whole new grad life or being a real nurse or whatever is going to be so different than nursing school because it is sure, but like you still need that foundation and everybody kind of forgets that or they just don't want to admit it. But yeah. 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 So you have you have such an emphasis on teaching and you are very, very good at it. Is that something like are you looking to pursue an advanced degree and teach at some point or what's what's next for you? Mm -hmm. Yes, I would love to. So I definitely want to go back to school to get, you know, an advanced degree. Right now, I teach pharmacology at a university. I know. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I don't think many people know that, but I do teach pharmacology to nursing students. They're sophomores. They're so cute at a traditional like BSN program at a university in LA. And so what I want to do is I love teaching pharmacology. It's probably one of my favorite things because I love the medications. And so I want to kind of develop my own pharmacology course at some point. And so I can teach it the way that I want to and like how I like to teach. And so um, that's one thing that I really want to do in the future. I do want to, I possibly maybe want to go back to school to get, there's so many things I want to do. I want to like get my NP potentially. um, Or I would love to do flight nursing potentially. Cause that's just right up my alley being like ER, like adrenaline junkie. I would love that just to try it out. But that, I mean, that goes back to what you were saying. There's so many options like for nurses that like, I want to do so many things. So yeah, those are like some things that have crossed my mind, but I, for sure, like the teaching aspect, I definitely want to hone down like in pharmacology. I love it. So I want to do something of my own and then, um, just get a higher degree too. So Amazing. I mean, you've already been oh. recognized by Forbes as a 30, yeah. as 30 <laughs> under 30. It's, and you, and you have so much ahead of you in your career, especially I love the piece you said about rewriting farm, rewriting, just for maybe our listeners that don't know, rewriting curriculum for any university is not easy. It takes right. a lot of time. You mm-hmm. have to go through a lot of different nursing bodies, but I think a lot of these curriculum changes often happen so far removed from the actual bedside and from actually what's happening in the hospital. So one, I think that that's incredible that you have this passion to want to do that. And two, to do it in a class where so many nursing students are so frustrated. And so scared of it too. All that they're doing is just memorizing a note card. So Mm -hmm. let's hear, I'm curious about this, like this passion for pharmacology because you might be the only nurse that I've ever (laughs) heard say this. I loved pharm, but I've forgotten so much stuff from pharm. This, yeah, this is the thing. I like pharm specifically because it is hard. And I like it because it doesn't have to be as hard as everyone is making it to be. And I think that's why like the approach I take to teaching is I pick the hard topics for that reason, because everybody is like, so like, tired of reading 10, 15 pages to understand ABGs or a heart attack or something that you can teach that so much more simple and it doesn't have to be as hard. And so I think that's why I like pharmacology so much because it is, it's like cracking a code to like, under, like understanding a topic and making it so much more simple and just blowing someone's mind. And I love that. So 
that's the approach I've taken with my students. They're all obsessed. They all they all love it. I'm sure they I feel, love you. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> be like so a multimillionaire. <laughs> for cracking the code to farm. <laughs> literally, that's what I should call it, is like cracking the farm code. Um but oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. They right? love it. TM in yeah. here. <laughs> you heard it. No here one first. else can steal it. <laughs> it's hers. Yeah, literally. So yeah, I just I think that's just me. I just like doing the hard topics. And so farm is like one of the hardest. So amazing. Which is <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I, I, I love your energy for teaching and trying to oh, thank you. Make nursing school less scary. Because there's yes. there's a lot of aspects of it and like learning and remembering all these things that do make it feel kind of scary. And, and yeah. you wonder if you're going to remember everything. And honestly, depending on what field you go in, you are going to gain more knowledge in that field and you're going to forget some of the other things. But especially if you're in a field like NICU, we've, I mean, we've had parents stroke and had to like you know, take yeah. fallout and seize, you know, and like you've, there's still a lot of things that you need to like know and remember. And I just, yeah, the... I really, I'm really impressed with your teaching style. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's hard, but I love it. Yeah, me too. I think it's also probably really refreshing. I know um, my students always say, and I know I'm a bit older than you, but my students, I know always appreciate like having a fresher perspective of someone that has gone through it is like not that long ago, right? Mm -hmm. And has been a new grad not that long ago in nursing school and had to study for the NCLEX not that long ago because you can apply little tidbits into your lectures of like, this is how I studied for it. This is how I remember That's what I do. And I think that's invaluable. It's invaluable. Yeah. It's so much easier to relate like a drug, for instance, what I'm teaching, like it's so much easier to relate epinephrine to like a patient that I had that coded last week, you know, that I can Mm -hmm. tell them about because they won't forget that rather than reading in a book, you're not going to remember half the time. So, so you are actually going to be speaking at this nursing student association in October. Yes. It's going to be really big. So they're holding, it's the California nursing student association. And I'm assuming, I think it's any, any nursing student or anybody can come to it, but it's a big convention. There's different booths and all that stuff. I'll have a booth there, but I also will be speaking about pharmacology and it's in October. Anybody can come. I think it's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's in Long Beach. So very cool. Yeah. Yeah, And it's a couple days. I think it's a weekend long, but I'll be speaking about pharmacology and then doing a Q and a session, like on a panel. Good for you. That's awesome. I'm in my head. I'm like two things just popped in is one, Jack, do we need to go to the nursing student conference and interview a bunch of people? (laughs) You should. And you should. I think the title of this episode should be nurses who love to farm. (laughs) (laughs) P-H-A-R-M. Danielle's secret talent is like coming up with these little Danielle, you would probably be great at making up mnemonics for nursing students because you come up with these you like really Oh would. god, ours were so, so inappropriate. Things. But um and Same I honestly mine. can't Same remember them now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, so long. Oh my god, this has been so fun. I know. Well, since this episode is coming out the week of nurses week, we wanted yes, to just ask a few yes. more like like yes. rapid fire at the end of the episode, fun little sure. nursing related questions. So yeah. First, sure. what is the saddest present you've gotten for Nurses Week? 
Oh <laughs> Lord. Um, literally nothing. Is that is that an option? Literally, uh, uh, literally zero. I think. <laughs> I honestly, which is so sad, I genuinely couldn't even tell you one thing I got for nursing week. Like, I don't even know. Damn it. No. Our next question was, what did you get? Oh, wow. I don't think it was any. I think it was. I think, any cake? Uh, honestly, I think Yellow sheet like, cake? No, I think it was like a pen. I'm pretty sure we got like a pen. Like that said oh, like nursing week right. or something. Yeah, yeah that, like a that little sounds untracked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that was that was it. And then of course, like my my unit is just notorious for buying the same food for us over and over and over again, like oh, from the no. same place. And so I have OD'd on this one restaurant that they order from all the time. And I'm pretty sure they ordered it for Nurses Week. So um, <laughs> it was like like no other <laughs> no different than any other week. But um, yeah, that's all I could think of is that nasty. I just can't. Oh, that food kills me well nurses is coming up i hope you can get like maybe in the suggestion box be like hey maybe fyi can we (laughs) maybe a little more can we get something else (laughs) yeah like maybe like a different restaurant this time yeah (laughs) yeah so bad um okay i have one more for nurses week since you Mm -hmm. work in the er Mm -hmm. what do you do with your stethoscope where's your stethoscope my stethoscope's around my neck Perfect. Okay. I know I get so many people mm-hmm. that are like, never wear your stethoscope around your neck. Cause it's the dangerous. Yeah. 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 I'm like, it depends on where you work and it yep. depends on like if it, your proximity to patients and just like your awareness. Like I get, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. So many people come after me about the stethoscope thing. So yeah, you know, really? So I mean, like yeah. I get the dingling things, but yeah, the dingling, it's probably not the best wearing around your neck just because of that. Like you, that people can grab it. I've never had an instance where someone tried to grab it from my neck or like hurt me in some way with it. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. But um, yeah. yeah, you're <laughs> like, you want to know the saddest thing I got for Nurses Week? Yeah. Freaking like Being neck yeah. burn. <laughs> I've never had that problem. But also it's like, if you're going to, if you know you're going to be around a patient that would maybe of risk, take it off then. Yeah. And so that's yeah, what I do. Pocket. So I just take it off. Yeah. And exactly. then I never, ever wear it around my waist. Like, you know how they have those belt loop um, ones that you can attach it? Yep. Okay. Yep. Never, ever will do that because you get stuck on the gurneys, um, yes. the railings of the gurneys so often that like, and then you're pulled back and then you're yanked and like, uh-uh, no way. So I'll never, ever wear it around my waist. So it's either on my neck or not on me at all. Love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So little things you think about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then last one to wrap up for our nursing students that are maybe just finishing out their finals or they are about to become new grads. I'm sure they would do anything to hear your biggest piece of advice or just a message of love from you. What would you say? Well, first off, an amazing uh, accomplishment. I would say finishing your nursing school program is huge. What I like to say is take some time for yourself, especially after kicking ass in a program for that long. You don't need to jump into studying for the NCLEX right away. Take two weeks. I took two weeks uh, to myself, travel, do something you want, but just relax because that is like a huge accomplishment. You need to soak it in and then start studying for the NCLEX, but not going to kill you to take that time. 
um, self-care is healthcare. That's what I say all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. Jack's a big, Jack, I know agrees with you 100%. She's taken a year off. before. <laughs> I, I, yeah. But then like, I know I'm like, yeah, but then I graduated with my MP like literally 11 months ago and I'm like, oh, I take my boards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. yeah I saw him mm-hmm. take my boards and I'm like, uh, do I want to be an MP still? I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, so maybe like, I don't even take fathom. a year off. <laughs> maybe not a year. Weeks. Maybe just like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recommend taking a year off. Just two weeks. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, Stephanie, man. you are such a delight. We are so excited for everything coming your way with RN Explained. Oh, thank you. Where's the where's the best place for people to find you? Yeah. So I have a couple different um places. Instagram at Stephanie Beggs. I post literally every day a lot of my stories too, just a lot of educational stuff. Same with TikTok at Steph Beg, no S at the end, just Steph Beg. Um, and then I also have my Etsy shop. You can find all my products there. It's R and Explained. And then I just also, like a month ago, launched um, YouTube, which are five minute teachings, um, a little bit longer on YouTube. And that's also R and Explained too. Oh, thank God. Not to crap on what's her name. What, 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 Danielle, the girl with the purple backgrounds. Oh, Wait, is it Registered Nurse RN? <laughs> nurse Sarah. God bless that girl. Nurse Sarah got me through nursing school and got me <laughs> through the NTEX. But we need heart. some more videos up on YouTube. Yes. So we're yeah. glad you are on YouTube. Yeah. 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 We love her. But yes, we're doing now, we're now doing five minute teachings. We don't need to, we don't need 30 minutes. We don't need to drag that out. We don't yeah. need to drag that out. Yeah. That's amazing. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us. Um, We will be happy to link all of the places to find you, your website, everything in the show notes, as well as as on our social media. And we are just, we're so grateful to have you on. Yay. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. I love Stephanie. I wish I had all of her resources in nursing school. Life would have been so much easier. Nursing school would have been so much easier. I'm honestly kind of mad at Stephanie for not being born 20 years earlier. Yeah, Stephanie, that's rude. Um, where were you <laughs> when we were going through nursing school? When we school? needed you. <laughs> you were probably just an adorable little baby, but uh, we really needed you. <laughs> but I will say I cannot wait to share her resources with all of my students as they're studying for finals, as they are getting ready to study for the NCLEX. I mean, yes, we wish we had you when we were in that position, but I'm so glad that Hopefully all of our WOMED listeners that are getting ready to study for the NCLEX, now they know exactly where to go. Yes, you can find Stephanie on Instagram at Stephanie Beggs. That's S-T-E-P-H-A-N-E-E-B-E-G-G-S. On TikTok, she is at Steph Begg and her Etsy shop, you can just search RN Explained. And on YouTube as well, you can search RN Explained. As always, every like, share, review helps this podcast so much. And if you're a nursing student, you know a nursing student, send this info and definitely send RN Explained to them because they will be so forever grateful. So grateful. We will catch you next week. On that note, WOMED out. Out.